Hi. How are you? I'm good. So my things might be a little bit echoey here. I'm in a um, I'm in the kitchen, which is as far away from the road as I can get in this little apartment. And right. um, there's okay. a lot of uh, concrete walls. Yeah. Well, that will happen. And this is your last night in your place. Is that right? It's my last. It is my last night. It is. I tomorrow. I um. I think I'm going to do use something called blah blah car. Blah blah car. Yes, it's. Uh, I think you'd call it um, hitchhiking for the modern age. Uh, it's when ah, it's basically okay. a ride-sharing app, and so people post if they're Got going me. somewhere and they charge a minimal amount of money, and you um, meet them, and then they take you. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. I guess that works if you're going on a journey. It doesn't work if you just want to kind of get to the um, to the local IKEA. No, I don't know, but um, yeah, blah blah car. Um, but then I'm also a little bit tempted blah, by the blah, bus. It's quite a long bus ride. Um, is it? Well, I think it's not a long way, but it just stops everywhere, and so I'm a little bit tempted ah. by the idea of sitting on a bus. And then yeah, I go to so I go to Albia, which is in the northeast, and then um, jump on a what might be quite a bumpy ferry ride to Civitavecchia, which is the ro- ro- the port of Rome, which is miles away from Rome itself. Yeah. yeah, and so start yeah, start um, making my way back. So I start on Saturday afternoon, and I arrive back on Tuesday evening. <laughs> wow, and this is because you're travelling overland. That's correct. Yeah, that's right. correct. And you, are you going to take the, the Channel Tunnel as a strategy to get across that small spit of water? Yes, that's, I'll be on the Eurostar. How exciting. Yes. I've never been on the Eurostar. Really? Mm, really? Hmm. I've never been to France. Which is bizarre. What? Wait, what? I know it's a really, really strange. You've thing never to say, been to France. No, anyway. for some unknown reason. Anyway, uh, I stopped at a service station once for a wee. I'm not sure that counts. Oh, so you've driven I through have, France? Yeah, I've driven through France. I've done. I've been to lots of places in Europe. Mm-hmm. Switzerland. For some reason. Uh, yes, yes, I have been Lich- to Switzerland. Lich- Lichtenstein. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go to Liechtenstein. No, no. I've, done, I've, I've been to Austri- Austria. Um, that was nice. Was it nice? Actually, I'm not sure it was. I didn't really love Austria. Well, there you go. So, yeah, I've never been to France. So, mm. I, I have not had use of the Eurostar. Mm. Eurostar. Yes, I'm. Um, I will be. That will be nearly the last part of it all. So, um, I've, I've got a lot of time on trains uh, in the next few days. Yes. It's quite. Yeah. Uh, it's cool. It, it makes you realize, I think there's something about it makes you recognize distance in a way that you can never recognize it when you're on a plane. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's a very simple yeah. and obvious thing to say. But, and also the yeah. cost is so astronomical. Like if, you, if, you, if yeah. you're at all committed to the idea that flying is something to be avoided. Um, mm-hmm. and, you Which know, of course you are. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, do my bit or do my Where best. Where possible. I know, I know. I was going to say, you, you, it's not like you've... you've vowed never to do it but there is a sense that you where you can avoid it you will avoid it yeah and um but yeah that really does um yeah there's something i like about that in the in the sense that it um no no, not the expense but also but more so that the you get a feeling for the time things take and the kinds of energy of the time things take and also the Mm -hmm. the slowness of it that's something really precious about that i you know uh, yeah so you'll be sleeping a lot on these trains, of course. 
<laughs> I've been sick the last week, so I've hardly slept at all. I've um, oh no, what's been wrong with you? Well, I've had this thing called um, a head cold. Oh, a head cold. I know. I tried. I tried. I tested multiple, multiple times over five days, and I just didn't seem to be able to test positive for um, for CV nineteen. Oh, that's a. I mean, I'm not going to say that's a shame because it's not. It is what it is. And that's really the end of that <laughs> that observation. This is a podcast in which two friends talk about the pleasures, absurdities, and imperfections of being human. I'm Simon Ellis. And I'm Lee Miller. Welcome to Midlifing. So we've covered how are you? <laughs> Just so what what what's left in the pleasantry box that we need to navigate? Twitter. Then how are you? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to be pulled into any conversation about it for two reasons. One, I do not care. And two, I really do not care. So you, um, you're not thinking that we should uh, set up some kind of mastodon uh, handler for midlifing? Get, in, get, get one while it's going hot. I, none of this makes any sense to me. And I could not... I mean, I find myself clicking on the links of what he's done and then immediately clicking off and going, why am I interested? This is nothing to do with me. I'm not on Twitter. Yeah. None of this matters. Except it's, it does am... change the way that people... I mean, it's not just... I mean, it's a pretty huge thing, isn't it? Oh, no, let's not talk about it. Like, you know, no, if you think on. about the Why way... You think, you think about the way in which uh, certainly news uh, shows tweets of people. Like, it's thought, you know, if you think about uh, politicians or people who are kind of important in the world, that's, it's a way of accessing that news agencies access what they're thinking. And what they're saying and doing, like it's a, it's a very, uh, it's a extraordinary, extraordinary phenomenon, really. There are no press releases or anything. So there's something. I mean, it, I mean, it has like to me, it has changed the way uh, news is uh, given and received and fed, if you like. But yeah, I'm, 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 I'm happy for it to yeah. go down in flames. Is, is it news though? That's the thing I find myself reflecting upon. Is it news when Marjorie Taylor Johnson is that her name? I don't know I who she, I don't know who Marjorie is. I think she's one of the far right um, Trumpian senators or oh Congress women. I can't remember. Um, Marjorie Taylor Green. Maybe it's Marjorie Taylor Green. I think if I she call definitely Johnson, thinks the last election in the US was stolen, though that it was. She will have thought that it was stolen. If I said Marjorie Taylor Johnson, it's because I'm un- unfortunately making her married to Sam Taylor Johnson. So I'm sorry about that, Sam Taylor Johnson, if you're listening. Um, who used to be Sam Taylor Wood, the uh, the uh, artist who's now married to Aaron. Johnson as was, Taylor Johnson as is, who is Quicksilver in the Avengers, just for everybody to be tied up with, uh, with knowledge. Uh, I'm just Taylor hoping that Green. many listeners were hearing those words and going, hmm, I know that's English, but because <laughs> I got none of that. I had an experience the day before yesterday where a group of adults 
all started referencing a series of characters in books, but they were children's books and books for very, very young children. And I realised that they were all adults with children of a similar age Mm. who all read the same stories to their children. So they weren't stories from their childhood. And I thought I was having a stroke because they were just saying (laughs) words and and I recognised that they were words, but not they were, there was kind of no, there was no meat to the narrative. I was like, oh, why are these people saying these things? And, was, oh. and they were like t- saying full sentences to one another and laughing. And I, and I honestly had a moment going, am, am I, am I, am I losing a grip? Am I losing the grip of English? It wouldn't that be oh a great God. way to have a stroke as people are talking about children's stories, though? I mean, I, <laughs> I, I mean I'm not sure there is a great yes. way, but... Uh... Probably not. There is a there's a really good horror film which you, of course you won't be able to watch, which is effectively a zombie film where the infection travels through language. It's called Pontypool. It's very Pontypool very as scary. in Wales. Yeah, but that I think it's that's just um, a coincidence. It's not set in Pontypool. Um, it's called Pontypool, and it is really terrifying the idea of losing language and as you lose language you lose yourself and then as you lose yourself you stop to be you stop being human it does sound it does sound amazing i have to say i think you'd i think you'd be okay with it if you were to close your eyes for the entire the entirety of the film maybe we could um watch it together if we were ever in the same place at the same time and i could just gently squeeze your hand I mean, I would, I would thoroughly enjoy being squeezed by you, but it's very unlikely that you and I will find ourselves in a situation ah. where we are occupying the same landmass, let alone the same room, God forbid, the same bed at the same moment. <laughs> I think that, um, I know, that would be, it would be a strange thing. It might be as if the, the kind of, the, the midlifing world would sort of collapse on our heads if that were to happen. Yeah. No. Yeah, I think we would create an event horizon if we were to meet. Oh, I love. I've just been wanting to create an event horizon for a long time. Actually, I don't know another what an event horizon very, is. That's a very. It's another very good horror film. Isn't? Isn't? Oh, I'm thinking of Deep Something Horizon, which is about the oil thing, isn't it? Isn't that? Uh, yeah, a film I won't have watched. That's with Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Marky Mark's in that one, isn't he? Your friend Sam Neill is in Event Horizon. Oh. Yeah, I knew you'd be happy when I said to New Zealand. I think he's married to my second cousin, or at least his third. No, wait, his second wife went. His this daughter. I went to school with her. No, some. Anyway, yeah, we are we are definitely See, the, related. The thing is, it's almost certainly a true story that you're pretending to tell there. Um, <laughs> I was talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene for a oh, second. Oh, you and were Let's trying start. to take us back to the idea of Twitter. But I'm not sure I want to. Yeah, it's not news. I'm saying, it's, I'm not sure it's news when somebody says, I don't like what, I think she doesn't like drag queens telling stories to children. Oh, was that was she one of those? I she don't was one like of literacy. No. <laughs> I hate the idea of children being able to read. Or use their imaginations. Boo. God forbid. Bid they should engage in something that's entertainment. I've just, um, I've actually, the reason I was late, as you know, because I was having to text you saying, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late, is that um, mm-hmm. I've just come out of the theatre theater here in Nuoro where I've just seen the first, it's the first time I've seen the, what is the sort of sketch of the ending of this new work by these choreographers, Igor and Moreno, and it's a work called Carasacare, which 
kind of in Sardinian means in the Sardo, Sardo the Sardinian dialect sort of means carnival or carnavale. And um, it's strange to step out of that world into this. Um, and partly the reason I was I was reminded as you were talking was just because there's something, the pleasure of seeing people, let's just say, stretch their imaginations for work. Mm. You know, it's something yeah. and just to go, wow, humans do this. Humans mm. do this. And it's just, it's mighty. Like, it's just such an awesome thing to go. Where did they get that from? The cleaner and the yeah. sumos. Oh, hang on. That's a spoiler. Don't. Um... <laughs> yeah, don't spoil it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so this, it's, I mean, you know, it's part of my job not to be so taken in by those things. I'm trying to, you know, provide some kind of criticality to it. But at the same time, it's just the pleasure of witnessing humans, the imagination of humans and the rendering of our imaginations, not only as I'm watching it, but also the, what it does to my imagination as I'm watching. What a, what a special thing. Yeah, it really is, isn't it? To be able to share the space with people who are in the process of making something from scratch. Mm. And not knowing what it is. Like, you can't know what yeah. it is. Until, and then even then they might not even, even when it's finished, they might not even really know what it is. And, yeah, that's a, what a, there's a, something, tr- tremendous vulnerability. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, I'm, I'm always, I remain in awe of it, uh, even as I was doing it myself, but also especially the, the, the privilege uh, in the best sense of the word of watching others do it. All care, no responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) So if we're going to avoid Twitter, we're also going to avoid talking about um, spoilers for that particular piece that you're talking about. What's left on the table? I don't think there's... What could we talk about? I don't think there's anything. Oh, okay. Well, it's been lovely talking to you. It's been great. Take care. This is a short episode. We won't have any editing to do. We are Lee and Simon, and you've been listening to Midlifing. Here's 10 minutes of white noise. You know that there's somebody out there who's suddenly getting semi-aroused. <laughs> or falling asleep. <laughs> I think I might. I think it might be a good opportunity for me to um, pour myself... Do ASMR? <laughs> yes, Go well, on, pour, I thought we were already there. To pour myself a, um, a small glass of Mirto. Oh, oh, okay. Which is spelt M-I-R... T-O, uh-huh. and it's a classic... Oh, I've drunk some of that. Have you? It's a classic Sardinian um, digestivo, which is a problem because I haven't had anything to... <laughs> to anything to d- digest. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have indeed drunk that. It's very nice. Um, I am uh, gently chugging my way through uh, a rather nice glass of, uh, of, uh, of red. Are Don't you, ask me Are you really? What? I am. I'm just going to step away from the mic while I find... I think I can only do it in a little espresso cup. Hang on. Don't do this at home, kids. While Simon is looking for a a receptacle from which to imbibe, I'll tell you that the red that I am drinking from... Nope. The red I am drinking is from... There we go. uh, The Ishtabul region of, of, uh, of Portugal. Very nice. It's quite cheeky, quite fruity. God, Easy going that. down. What, you looking for a glass or me talking about <laughs> a red wine that's quite cheeky and fruity? I'm going to leave this in, as he can't hear me. 
So definitely, I hope you can hear him opening and closing drawers in the background because it's a total delight. I, I, just, I swear that You need to look under a 17-year-old's bed, and that's where you'll find all the cups. <laughs> Hang on. Okay. I remain hanging. Okay. You good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Excellent work. Sorry about stuff. that. Sorry about that, everyone. I'm fully present. I'm fully committed to this um, to this episode, which is episode 103. Yeah. Cheers, by the way, to your... Uh... Uh, here you go. Cheers. Mm. That's me class <laughs> chinking my wine glass against my uh, my lamp. I often cheers myself to uh, a source of light. It feels wholly appropriate. So is there something, because we don't have all night, mm. is there something you'd like? We've both got things to do. We do, we do. I've, uh, we've got it. So because it's our last night as the company here, this company that speaks in the strange language, um, we're going out for a meal. Which is lovely, and I am going out with my wife, which is why I am pre-gaming. <laughs> we, God forbid uh, we, we should be able to stay up we, past nine o'clock. We really are just um, teenagers in middle-aged bodies, really, aren't we? I mean, yeah, but isn't everybody just a teenager in a dot-dot-dot-dot body? Do we ever get any more advanced than that? Did I, I mean, tell I you? I guess we get slightly less hormonal. Oh, yeah, it's true. Did I tell you about that? <laughs> Did I tell you about that Bruce Springsteen quote? You mentioned Bruce Springsteen more than once, so and you're going to have to give me a bit. More I know, and you have cut him out more than once. But um, I mean, that's because Bruce Springsteen. This is, but go on. This is related. Um, mm-hmm. Recently, I read that he had written the thing about being young that I miss. This is Bruce Springsteen saying the thing I the thing that I miss about being young. Is the blank page. Mm. And I wonder what you think about that. I think. Because that's the difference between us being teenagers in middle aged bodies and being actual teenagers, right? Or that might be one way well, of describing the difference. It is one way of describing the difference, but I also think that we've talked about this. I'm going to cough, excuse me. <coughs> Bless you. Sorry, I just choked on my spittle a little bit. Spittle a little. Um, we talked about this not long ago, I think. The idea of that sense of the finiteness of life and then the decision that when we understand the finiteness that we start to behave as if we are running out of time. I think... I think that choice to see the blank page is that. It's a choice. You can either concern yourself with the pages that are filled behind you or just go, well, you know. Yes, but I, don't, I mean, I'm, I'm with you on the attitude, like the attitude, which I do think it's beautiful. Um, but I, there's something also that the truth, there's the truth which is at some point there is a blank page. And so even though even though each of us has pages that have been filled with different things and some of them accidents and some of them traumatic and some of them dangerous and beautiful and all the things that happen right in our lives, that even if I were, for example, to take up, I don't know, fencing, and and there's no limit or there's no reason why I shouldn't do that, although my left knee might complain a little bit, um, <laughs> that, uh, that there's no sort of stop on me doing that. But that's different from me starting with the blank page 
and entering that world. It's not. I'm not saying one's necessarily better, although and although Springsteen, of course, is going. There's something about the stuff that's unwritten, the power of what's not yet been written for a human being. And I understand what he is saying, but I, it feels a touch romantic. I don't, this is where you and I differ, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Because I'm a romantic. And I don't think I am in the same way. Because I hear that and I think to myself, that's fine, except that's not how I felt as a 17-year-old. No, but of course that's one of, that is, that's the youth is wasted on the young, isn't it? That's one of the things about being that age is you don't realise there's a blank page. Yeah, but I don't think it's waste. You know, it's it's that sense of it's oh, it's just that funny perspectival thing. I don't think youth is wasted on the young at all. No, I think it's it's a necessary transient state that you have to go through. That's riven with horror in lots of ways. You know, hormonal horror, um, uh, the 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 horror of either feeling so confident and certain of yourself in the world that you do nothing but tread on other people. Yes, it's a sort of spewing out of entitlement. Yeah, and you either you either carry that with you throughout the rest of your life and continue to be an, an absolute shit show of a human being. And end up or as Prime Minister you... of the United Kingdom. <laughs> or, or, or President of Twitter. Is it CEO? CEO of Twitter. <laughs> But, mm. you know, you either become that kind of person or you have a come to Jesus moment where you go, oh, no, mm. oh, no, I can't believe I was that person. And then yeah. you're, you're riven with shame that you, you try to unwrite. <laughs> or, of course, you're not that person. You're the person who, who, like, you know, is is terrified to take their coat off at a party. Because if you put it down, what if it gets stolen or somebody sits on it or somebody's sick on it? What if it gets a cigarette burn? You know, you, you, there's all of those sorts of things. You can, you can tell which one I was, can't you? You can absolutely tell which one I was. <laughs> I bet you never cared about where you left your coat when you were a kid. I, I really didn't. I really... Yeah. Yeah. And I spent my entire teens and twenties going, oh, shit, best not put that down. It might get stolen. Oh, no, worse. It might get something dropped on it. Oh, what, what if it gets... Oh, my God. At no, what point red wine in, the in the trajectories of our lives, at what point did we cross over, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, because now I'm all about physical memory. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it's a hole. Don't worry. It's an opportunity on, to stitch wait, wait, a lovely stop. patch. I've just got to fold up my jacket. I've just taken it off. Hang on. It was a bit crumpled up. I don't know at what point, obviously, <laughs> but it has happened. And I think that that is, for me, the thing that is, that's maybe that's the unwritten page bit. Which is why I don't get romantic about the idea of the 17-year-old me had all of these blank leaves in front of him. Because, I mean, he didn't. He was, you know, there, there were so many rules that he was bound by yeah. that were self-imposed. Absolutely yeah, self-imposed. There was no... Parental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even think they were, you know, I don't even think they were cultural or parental. I think they were absolutely invented by me mm. through whatever kind of social Getting anxiety by. I was carrying. Yeah, yeah, I was putting things in place in order to be able to cope with the just how overwhelming it was to be alive.
maybe when we're um, when we're together uh, watching that horror movie, we could um, take a tab of acid together as well. That would really uh, would really turn up the volume on our um, on our time together. I mean, holding hands and watching a horror film while tripping balls. I'm, show, I'm up for show that. Title. But I, but I'm, I'm, I'm anxious for what it's going to do to your psyche. Oh, oh you worried about me? You fainted at 127 hours, Simon. <laughs> yeah, I'm but, very but at least I've taken acid before. <laughs> oh, I've got, I've got oh, some experience oh, of the having stuff. Having a pop at me for being straight edge. I am so sorry. Well, at least, at least I've watched the 1977 <laughs> version of Suspiria. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see my acid trip and raise it with some 1970s thing show that no one's ever heard of. <laughs> okay, you have just offended a huge section of the midlifing audience. A pretending huge that the herb of I, Dario Argento is not a significant feat. <laughs> the number of emails we're going to get is just going to be, oh my God. Yeah. How dare you demean the work of Dario Argento, you pig? All I'm going to all I'm going to do is just um, reduce the uh, size of the uh, mailbox so that it just starts rejecting emails oh. at, at, at three kilobytes. I thought you were going to say I'm going to reduce the size of the font so that I can't read what they say. <laughs> well, that would work too, really, wouldn't it? I mean, oh, it's a God, great it's, it's a great strategy when you know you've got a difficult email coming your way. Uh, it's a point four. <laughs> oh, I can't see anything.